we'll do, we'll we'll get to it. We need to save ourselves. I'm saving myself for the show. <laughs> I don't believe in doing this pre-show content like you do. <laughs> in fact, I'm offended that you're trying to pressure yeah. me about it. Come on, baby. Just a little pre-show content <laughs> for me. Just a little bit. <laughs> I'm not that kind of girl. Howdy, it's Tuesday, November 19th, 2019, and this is episode 112 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? My ocean mailer that I finally got, and I'm just now flipping through my first ever mailer from the Ocean Casino Resort. They used to send me some, but I don't think they've sent me one in quite a while. I do have to say that I now get seven night a week comps at resorts and a big dining credit and like much bigger match play or whatever so, so your horrible crap session at resorts before yeah. the meetup Ooh, it was a bad dividends. one paying massive dividends i know my like one hour that i gambled at resorts got me back into their good graces that's how bad that hour was it was not very good do you want to hear what i'm getting yep sunday through friday two nights a week so the addition of Friday is better Fridays. than better than anybody else has given me. Yep. Excluding December 30th and 31st, which is not surprising. Yep. And get this $5 dining credit <laughs> at either Rocco's or Cafe 500. <laughs> yeah, Resorts is giving me $30 dining credit now and $30 match play, mm. which are both much more significant than what I got in the past. Actually, I didn't used to get dining credit at all. So I get $15 free play. Every day, and I get a $50 spa coupon, which that seems pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it'll make it like $100 instead of $150 or something, <laughs> right, probably. Sure. So I don't, There's fine print on that. Offer valid through December 19th. Well, I'm not going to make it before then. So Are you sure? I mean, I'm not going to make it to the spa before then. Ah, fair. Should we talk about the year 2012? Many things happened. All the things? All right, sure. So ACH, which if you'll recall from last episode, was previously the AC Hilton, uh, became the Atlantic Club on February 7th, 2012. In December, it was reported that PokerStars was interested in purchasing it. Price less than $50 million, which there's a lot of numbers less than $50 million. $50 million, I guess, unless you think that they're going to be paid to take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember that PokerStars talk vividly yeah and they ended up it seemed like poker stars wasn't going to be able to get a gaming license and so that's why that Correct. fell apart yeah but i mean they really just wanted to be in for the the online online gaming. yep i mean it would have worked out well for everyone could not I mean, get it done I, I i'm not surprised that these offshore poker sites probably have some shady operators so i have to say it's was not super surprising i wonder now if they had tried if because it seems like the uh Department of Gaming Enforcement, it, it seems to me, like, since we started following it, they've relaxed their standards quite a bit. I don't know if you agree with that or not. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about right this second, but I expect if it was 2015 or 2016, after mm-hmm. four casinos had closed, if I think they would have been much more open to it. But I mean, historically, they've been the ultimate hard asses. That's true. You know, really ruined a lot of 
ideas that a lot of people have had. But so the other thing, the Ridge. Well, not the other thing. One of many other things. The Ridge Casino in the Claridge, which is part of Bally's, closed its gambling operations, which to me seems insane because it means that it was the Ridge and opened for two years while I was going to Atlantic City. I never set foot in that place. I've I've never gambled in the Claridge. I don't think. We've had our very romantic night in the Claridge. But... So, so that was after 2012, I'm sure. Like, and by well, romantic, I mean the people in the room next to us were having a very romantic night. <laughs> we sat there awkwardly in our room. But... Uh, after a long, <laughs> long night of, what was it, 1-1 one, one, No Limit Hold'em at... Oh, at uh, Billy's? Billy's, yeah, Billy's Poker Room at the Old yeah. Valley's. Somebody out there knows what we're talking about. What else? 2012. So Revel, which you have 18 L's on the end of it, opened in, on April 2nd, 2012. How'd that go? It went real well for them, I think. Yeah? Right out of the gate, just excellent. It's awesome. So one of the one of the factors that probably didn't help them or anyone else in Atlantic City was when Superstorm Sandy stuck, struck Atlantic City on October 29th, leaving many people with the impression that AC Boardwalk was destroyed. And I remember the news coverage very well. And a lot of it was legitimately like Atlantic City is completely destroyed. And they'd show like the one section of the boardwalk way past ocean around heading up towards the marina that was ruined. And that was the only shot they ever showed of Atlantic City. So, yeah, a part of the boardwalk that was slated for demolition anyway. And yet it took like months and months and months for people to realize, oh, no, Atlantic City not destroyed. The casinos are still yes. open and we'll take your money. Uh, yeah, that was kind of shocking. Um, we were in Vegas when Superstorm Sandy hit. Uh, was that the one that we had, me and other Craig had to fly back to Rally Dorham and rent a car? Yes, although I expect if you just waited like an extra day, you would have been totally fine. Yeah, Craig's wife was literally nine months pregnant at the time, uh, so I don't yes, think she had. was super keen on that <laughs> idea. And since Craig was going, I was like, yeah, I'll come too. Yeah, so that's, I, I ended up there an extra day because I was living in Manhattan at the time. Yeah, didn't Dave and Kelly, they were there for like Baltimore more days or something? They got up before I did, because they fl- they mm. ended up like flying to San Diego or something, and then driving oh. somewhere oh, else. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, did yeah. Very, I remember. Very circuitous route. I ended up booking something that would have had me there like two days longer than everybody, than everybody, and then once they opened JFK and LaGuardia, they were running flights out of uh, McCarran like every hour, and so I actually ended up only getting in like 12 hours later than I was supposed to. It wasn't nearly as bad as it initially looked like it was going to be. So, Yep. Yep. I do. I do remember it well. Flying into Rally Durham and renting a car and driving the whatever, five hours back. But we did not immediately go to Atlantic City right after Superstorm Sandy. Yeah, we probably should have. Fledgling podcasters. Yeah, well, by that I mean... We'd probably talked about starting a podcast by then. And and didn't start it for another four years, right? <laughs> when did we, uh, do you know when we got the domain? It was probably in 2012, I'd guess. Yeah. If I had to get, if you made me guess a year, I would say 2012. That seems like a smart guess. I don't actually have any information here. Yeah. I'm sure we can find it. Registrar might have the information. It could have been 1912. Oh, what happened then? At the same time as something called The Rube's Easter at Atlantic City came out, according to imdb.com. Uh, so, should I just read this description? Because it yeah, is you love reading fantastic. Copy, so. so I'm assuming this is like a short film from 1912. 
I mean, I don't think they had like two and a half hour blockbusters back then. Like, you know, I'm envisioning it similar to Avengers Endgame. Yeah, that, that level of production. Can I can I have like my old man moment? I mean, why else would we have a podcast if not to complain about things? But you know, I I just got back from Europe and just riding the plane back, and it's like you look at the movie options, and it's just like literally zero movies came out in the last 10 years that are under two hours long and it's just like this is crazy like movies used to be 90 minutes like why do they all have to be this long yeah i don't i don't know if i just don't like actually like movies but when it gets to like yeah that's it for me but like it's just like i'm not willing to invest that much time in something yeah i don't know like once i get an hour into a movie i'm like looking at my watch to figure out like oh is this actually the plot wrapping up or is this just some like bullshit twist and we still have an hour and 20 minutes left in this movie. Yeah. But anyway, what the hell? I mean, there's no there's no reason that your movies have to be, you know, 150 minutes minimum. Well, then you would appreciate this movie, which I'm assuming was significantly less than 150 minutes. Two rubes with their sweethearts decide to spend Easter holiday at Atlantic City. After indulging in the various amusements, they start a flirtation with two summer girls and decide to lose their sweethearts in order to obtain an opportunity with them. The girls, not liking their attire, tell them to change their clothes and meet them at 2 p.m. There's a lot of, like, pronoun stuff here that makes this confusing. They do so. They, I'm assuming, meaning the men, change their clothes. Yes. In the meantime, their sweethearts have discovered their loss and making a search for them. They find them dressed in very sporty clothes, wheeling a rolling chair with two well-dressed girls in it. With eyes of envy, they compare themselves <laughs> and decide to buy clothes. That's the rational decision. I'm, uh, just by the way, this is episode 112, Eyes of Envy, right? I'll make a note. <laughs> they do so, and coming back to the boardwalk with veiled faces, ooh, they begin to flirt with their own sweethearts. The rubes fall into the snare, and their feeling can be described better when their sweethearts remove their veils. What does that last sentence even mean? I have no idea. <laughs> Their feelings can be described better. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. So I'm guessing this is, what, two and a half minutes long? Yeah, I, my guess before the episode was three minutes. That's... It also sounds like the plot of every silent short film ever, as far yeah, as I it's... can tell. This one just happens to be set in Atlantic City. And let me tell you, so the the way, just to let you guys in behind the scenes a little bit, I tend to be ready to go at least an hour before Craig and I'm like, spent the hour, and I'm like, I'm going to find Rube's Easter at Atlantic City. It'll be somewhere on the internet, and I'm going to watch it so I can give you guys a review. But I don't think it exists. If you want to be the hero of Do For A Win, if you want to be automatically placed into our highest Patreon level, find that movie and upload it to YouTube. <laughs> we'll be infinitely grateful. It's probably like only available in some library somewhere, not right, even on- in Atlantic City. Correct. And you have to go into a room and only watch it in that room, not available digitally anywhere. So one thing I should mention about this is like every single year for the 1900s look back, there's always something listed on IMDb, but usually it's like waves washing ashore on the Atlantic City Beach, 1904. And it's like, okay, well, this is just like a video clip. (laughs) That's like, you know, noteworthy because it's around the invention of the video camera or something. And this is the first one that I really felt was worth mentioning. Oh, it was worth it. It's good. 
It's it sounds really excellent. If we really good, you really we would will re- recreate it. <laughs> like we would just go refilm it. Yeah, we probably should. We have the entire screenplay basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds like this is one hundred percent of it. I'm sure there's no talking. No, they I'm sure that, that you know there can be the uh, the flashcards or whatever that come up on the screen between each scene. Somebody with some some video chops reach out or yeah. Or just find the movie. Find find the movie. That's what I want. You will be officially in the hero level of our Patreon. Above everyone else who we've called super fan hero. Yes. They would all just get knocked down very, very quickly. Yep. We are very fickle and are more than happy to just latch on to the latest thing to come along. Well, speaking of getting knocked down very, very quickly, the podcast superiority <laughs> pool. Yeah, man. We were well, doing so, so well. I had to say, you know, I said that we were whatever the opposite of do for a win is, I guess do for a loss on Twitter, because we had, uh, what was it? We had the first eight weeks, we were two and one seven times and three and oh the other time. Yeah. So came back and bit us. We've been one and two the last two weeks, including an impressive one point showing this week, right? Yeah. So we're now 11 points out of first. So it's going to take a lot. To get ridiculous. us back into it. But ridiculous, by the way, that we're still like, whatever, seven games over 500 and 11 points out of first. But So, I mean, it's, it sounds very impressive and like we should be selling picks and that seven out should really be selling picks. But, you know, we are picking up until Sunday morning on... Yeah, on a Wednesday li- line. Lines that were locked on Tuesday. So there is mm-hmm. some advantage there. But, you know, the vast majority of the lines don't really move that much. I mean, there were there were a couple that we got to get in on when it was like four or five points different. Like, I remember there was some Seattle game a couple weeks ago that was our three-point, but the line was like five points different. Right, so. because Matt Ryan was out. So that does happen, but that's not particularly common. By the way, are the Falcons good? Like, what's, what the I hell? Know, what happened? That's what, really I don't weird. understand. I, just whatever. Just screwing everybody. So, <laughs> I don't, at least us. Maybe not anyone else, but... So to keep it interesting as we fade into oblivion, I don't think you even know about this. We have made a side bet with Eric Rosenthal of the Vegas Confessions and Better Life Podcast. Have we? Uh, There's nothing I like more than just, you know, finding out my money's at risk through something that I didn't even know about. Oh, no, I I figured it was my money. (laughs) Uh, So we have $50 on us versus the Better Life. So Eric's picking for Vegas Confessions or helping pick for Vegas Confessions. So he has bet on the Better Life plus one and a half final season total so right now we're ahead of the better life by one so we need to beat them what? by another one the rest of the the time to win this why bet. would you why would you make that bet <laughs> well at the time i think it was about oh, okay. it was like before this week sort of sure i was gonna say like why would you ever give any other human being that if you think the market is efficient <laughs> no it's it's it was not made after this past week sure go go ahead the loser pays $50 to uh, charity, so... Yeah, that's fine. I'm happy to put my money up for that. I mean, I figured I'm fine paying it, but if you are up for putting in half of the, the yeah, amount... absolutely. Okay, so it is $50 to Team Rubicon, which is the charity, and they get, I think, Marine Corps veterans or just general service veterans to help with disaster response so that's the charity travel fanboy is a supporter of that charity and that's why i picked them cool 
So that's that as we lose woefully in the superiority pool. I feel like we don't have anything to be ashamed about about our performance. No, I I think even if we go on to have a pretty bad second half of the season, like we're okay. Yeah. As 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 the people say, we are now playing with house money. That doesn't seem right at all. We haven't made any money. We were one point off from hitting 33 in Ed's 33 pool this past week. That would have been good. How much money would we have won? Uh, it's been four weeks, so whatever that is, 1320? Is that right? Would have been nice. Yeah, that would have been nice. Somebody else won on the Colts winning with a score of 33. So good for them. We mentioned Seven Out. They recently had an episode, uh, well, actually episode 20, the most recent episode, also talks a lot about a trip they took to Ocean, but episode 19 talks a lot about strip clubs and bachelor parties in Atlantic City, which is something we get asked about or used to get asked about before people realized who actually we are to our show. not yeah. to ask. Uh, and so if you have wondered about that, like which place to go and what the difference is between the strip clubs, it was a very good episode. So go check that out. Episode 19, 7 Out Podcast. Cool. You just got back from a trip. Did you gamble at all? I did not. What? That was the whole content of the episode, Kyle. <laughs> we got nothing now. Uh, so I, I did. I mean, I don't know if you remember. It was probably like episode 15 or something when <laughs> I talked about my gambling experience in Bucharest. The first time I went to Bucharest, which it was a long time ago. But no, I did not gamble this time. I didn't stay in City Center. It would have been... Uh, metro ride and it's just you know you have to pay a cover fee and it just wouldn't have been worth it and the casinos are like not impressive so our whole excuse about not making it to atlantic city very much this year is that we were truly the world gambling podcast and by world i mean i went to vegas and you went to macau went to macau we and bucharest went but to I... <laughs> horseshoe baltimore which is very worldly indeed uh, but no, no gambling in Bucharest, no no um, updates for the people. You can go find it in the back catalog if you want to hear all about Bucharest gambling. I think Bucharest was in the title of the episode. I think it was yeah, called sounds the, right. the Bucharest and Casino Biz Podcast or something like that. <laughs> or like the preeminent Bucharest gambling podcast. Or it sounds right. Anyways. Yep. Anyways, the 2020 AC Beer Music Festival, which is something I feel like We've talked about a bunch in past episodes. It's been announced for April 3rd and 4th at the Convention Center. Pre-sale starts on the 9th, which is quite a ways in the past, and general sale starts in two days, so on Thursday. <laughs> yes, so that tells you how long it's been since we've had an episode, <laughs> and how long it's been since I wrote this outline. But, as we've said over and over again, we have been in the past. It was a very good time. It's much more expensive now, but it's probably going to be a good time again if you're interested in going yeah i think they get more high profile bands now and so that is probably a big part of the draw also i think the beer culture is just much bigger and these types of festivals in general are much bigger but it's a good time what year do you think we went well it was craig's bachelor party so yeah, it's probably like 20 so if 2012 his wife was 11 pregnant, uh either 11 or 10 it was probably 10. Yeah, that's a good guess. Like summer, yeah, April 2010. Yeah, so that would have been like my third trip to AC or something. Uh-huh. Crazy. Nice. Yeah, we had fun though. Yeah. So, it's a cool thing to do. But yeah, anyway, uh, Borgata is doing some upgrades. Uh, they're closing the Amphora for two weeks, December 9th to 23rd, which I believe also happened last year. 
while closed, gold and above members can go to the buffet for $12.50 of comp dollars. The same price as the M4 lunch. And if you go to the buffet, you get two free drinks with that. Or you can go to the B-Bar for drinks, also for $12.50. But no one really knows what that means quite yet. I'm sitting here with a letter in front of me, and it says... $12.50 $12.50 express comps per person per visit for you and a guest for beverages. That all it, That's all it says. It's totally open-ended. It could be yeah. any number of beverages. I'm assuming it's not completely unlimited. That would be insane. I mean, you can kind of already get unlimited drinks there, though, for $0. I mean, that's what they want you to think anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Literally free drinks <laughs> while you play video poker. And uh, the Fiori suites are getting redesigned by early 2020. So maybe it'll be tomorrow. Maybe it'll be early 2020. Yeah, I think they've got about seven weeks to get this done. Uh, so that, yeah, that was also also mentioned in the letter. It's a very nice letter. It's on very sturdy paper stock. It feels very good. Mm. I felt very important when I got that in the mail today. Yeah. After having I mean, already barely. seen it and read the entire thing in our Facebook group. But they're like, this man is a gold member. He has to know. I do. I do have to know. I would have been enraged if I went on December 10th and saw that the M4 lounge was closed. Yeah. So I hear some stuff is happening at Iron Room. Yes. So when Paul and I went to Iron Room, we talked to the cashier who said that they were still building their kitchen and it was unclear when it would be done, but that it would be done soon. And... I sort of took that to mean like, oh, they're doing some work out in the back, putting, you know, the ovens in and stuff. But no, they are literally building a kitchen. And Iron Room uh, on Facebook has posted many pictures of this actual, like, trailer sort of thing that is the kitchen that's then going to be transported to Tennessee Avenue uh, to be put in at the Iron Room. And it seems like that is now extremely, extremely close. So... Hopefully they will have dinner service and a more full lunch and breakfast service very soon. So good to hear. And if you are not following them on Facebook and would like more updates, that's the place to go find them. So also Orange Loop related, my brother, Paul, who I just mentioned, was in AC again this past weekend with his wife. I mean, really, he should be the host of the show and not us. Yeah, I mean, as we discussed last episode, I are, we already said he was one of the podcast guys and, yeah, and that's not true. you. <laughs> so he was in AC. He decided to give Rhythm and Spirits another shot, even though he and I did not have the most incredible service, to say the least, the last time we went, and said it was very, very fun, much better service, good drinks. Um, he was his The drink he got when we went was legitimately bad. So this is a big upgrade. He said the live music was really good. And also went to Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall again, I think twice on this trip, and had excellent things to say about the food and the beer selection, which we knew the beer selection was very good, and I liked my food a lot. Uh, So not too surprising to hear Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall still good. All these two weeks later, (laughs) you know what he said? He said his wife really enjoyed the fish tacos. Is that actually what he said? That's what he said. Which you huh. described as very medium, I believe. Yeah. In the I, last episode. I mean, I I didn't say they were bad because they weren't bad. They were just very medium. It was a little like like watery or something, mm-hmm. like some things had separated out or or something. But I mean, 
a little bit of moisture in your fish tacos, I guess, is for <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh boy! Um, oh man! Didn't hmm. even mean to do that one, but anyway, let's just move on. Yes, let's. <laughs> so, some old old news. Do you want to talk about? Yeah, loopnet.com, whatever the heck yeah. that is. <laughs> oh, you're not familiar with Loopnet. I I'm, have a Loopnet account oh from my, my old days as a uh, young, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, uh, like wannabe real estate developer when I was getting my my degree in in real estate. So, anyway, Loopnet, it's probably at least it was back then, like the largest commercial real estate website. So I sort of think of something like Zillow, but for commercial real estate. And basically Atlantic Club is for sale. And I don't have the the thing in front of me, but it seems like they were when I looked at it, they were very willing to do any kind of deal there want you wanted. It's like if you just want to buy a little bit of it, like we can do that. If you want to lease it, we can do that. And, you know, it had all the normal stuff you'd expect to see. And something that it also had is it had one line in there when they were talking about the property and they claim that it's been like beautifully maintained like during the closure <laughs> or something like that. And I remember just dying when I read that because, you know, I haven't been through the inside, but I can tell you looking at the outside, it has not been beautifully maintained. Yes. And the news was that, you know, s- ceiling tiles were falling off into the parking, yeah. into the like valet area. It got overrun by zombies. So, you know, <laughs> TJM, the previous owners, sold the Atlantic Club in September, I think. We talked about it on episode 109. So three sure. episodes ago, and it's already up for sale again, apparently. It's very odd. <laughs> but I guess somebody's trying to flip it. A flipper? Yeah. Yeah. Someone's watched too much HGTV. Yeah, it's like if you go in, it's all like rustic farmhouse chic <laughs> furniture. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's that's all I got. That's, that's some dudes just standing in there yelling at some subs to yeah spend less money on the refurbishment. <laughs> we found a problem. <laughs> Dramatic effect. The ceiling tiles are falling into the port cochere. Uh, all right, that is uh, the Atlantic Club news. No update. That that news is actually several weeks old. So no update since then. Similarly, no update. The Arena Football League which includes our beloved Atlantic City Blackjacks, seems to be on the verge of folding. Unbelievable. Who could have seen this coming? Shockingly, when it was down to only four teams and then expanded back up to six teams this past season, not a sign of a league doing gangbusters business. So, yes, they've announced the closure of all six teams and an indefinite suspension of operations. Where will the next Kurt Warner come from now? They say the future of the league would most likely be be announced near the end of 2019. Hmm. I have a crystal ball here with me, and I'm looking into it right now, and it says the future is non-existent. There will be no Arena Football League. That is my hot take. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how there's really been one for so long, but... uh... Uh, I want the XFL to come to Atlantic City, to Baderfield, and if Glenn Straub was still around, he would make that happen. Yeah, he's been busy getting in trouble in Florida, I think. You know that that he and Vince McMahon would be perfect bedfellows. Oh. <laughs> truly it does seem like two, two men that would be very good friends. A match made in heaven. All right, Data, let's do it.
What happened in October? Um. No, um, just get to it. Things look pretty medium? No, strong opinions. Super great? (laughs) I'd say it's October. All right, if you want an opinion, I think it's a pretty bad month. I agree. Frankly. Not great. Not great. I mean, it is technically up just under 1% from last year, but we're looking more for like, you know, something like 5, 6, 7, 8% up from last year. That's kind of our bogey that we prefer. So 0.8% up, not so good. But Ocean up 40% from last year when they put up a delightful $13 million month in October. Their November, or their December was the month that was really bad that led us to a bet that uh, I said that no casino would have a sub $10 million month. Uh-huh. So this is not as bad as that, but yeah. there are a couple of casinos in danger, not in danger, really. But, like, Resort's 12.1 in October. 12.1 in October is real, real bad. Yeah, Valley's uh, 13.08. These are are not good numbers. So it it did make me think, like, ooh, are we, is it back in play? Which seemed impossible. Like, if you had told me that it wasn't going to be Ocean, I would have been shocked. I mean, Ocean 18.4, that seems downright amazing compared to Resort's and Valley's numbers. It's not good. Yeah, I have to say... Uh, you know the the two the two plus sides we've always been talking about this year have been Ocean and Hard Rock, but Hard Rock with a twenty four million dollar month, uh, like that's pretty disappointing too for October, I would think for them. Yeah, uh, Borgata still coming in over fifty million. That's insane. Yeah, more Good. than double Paris and oh, yeah. and Hard Rock. And Hard Rock. Hard Rock barely clinging on to second place above Harris. Yeah, uh, I mean this really solidified the two. Really, the the two losers of this year, uh, Tropicana and Golden Nugget, both had pretty abysmal months as well. Tropicana down 12.5% year over year, Golden Nugget down 10%, and they're going to both be way down from, from last year. And I think they've pretty much got the number one and number two big losers locked up in, in some order. Yeah, I mean, Resorts had a really bad month, but that seems atypical for their year. I mean, they've typically been... You know, up a little, down one, down six. So, like, this big, whatever it is, 11.9%. That's it's not really the trend for them. So, hopefully, they nope. that doesn't continue. Um, they also, you know, being a smaller casino with a smaller number, right, at 12 million, they have more exposure to, like, some bad luck. So, yeah, to swing that percentage wildly. Any other big takeaways other than, you know, Borgata just rakes and everyone else sits there in their wake? Not really. I mean, it was pretty meh for everyone. I mean, Caesars had a good month, but I think I'm not going to put any stock into it. Cause yeah, that seems like a very year, lucky so. month. That you, they were the only yeah. up up month over month casino. They were up 12.8%. Yeah, yeah. And then, so that gets them 7.8% up year over year. So just, yeah, really good month for them to get like right up in that second group behind Borgata. But I don't, I don't think that's really where they are right now based on the rest of their year. Uh, so one question I had since I'm now again thinking about this $10 million mark mm-hmm. and you know, the low numbers that we had late last year were, like I said, $11.9 million for Ocean in December of 2018. And then there were a bunch of 12 point something in January and February for Bally's ocean resorts, Bally's again. Um, 
And nobody actually got any closer to 10 than 11.9. But, you know, with resorts having 12.1, Bally's at 13, is, do you, or do you think there's a chance that there is a $10 million or less here? And if that happens, is that like the mark of doom where you say, oh, this place is biding its time? Uh, I mean, I think so. Can it happen? Yeah, of course. I mean, just maybe takes one of these places getting pretty unlucky. One of the either like resorts or ballets or maybe nugget, probably more likely ballets or resorts. Uh, if they just get really unlucky for a month, it can happen. Is it the mark of doom? Not necessarily. I mean, for ballets, it probably is, but I don't think it necessarily needs to happen for it to be a mark of doom for ballets. Uh, resorts, I think is probably still fine because they do pretty well online. So they have to have a casino to do that. So I don't think so. I don't think it would necessarily be a mark of doom. Yeah. Both resorts and golden nugget are now, I think this month made more online than they made at brick and mortar, which is insane. Uh, so just by virtue of that license and the legislation that means that you have to have a casino in Atlantic city (laughs) to have the gambling license, they kind of have a lot of value there that doesn't show up in these numbers. But yeah, I agree. I think the Bally's, you know, Bally's, them going under 10, I think would sort of be a pretty clear sign that Eldorado's not going to have much patience for that. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'd be, I, I would think even if they're not under 10, I would still be nervous about that. I mean, we've said that now for feels like two years. I thought I read a rumor online that, that, they were considering trying to get rid of Bally's, sell it, selling it or something, which it's weird that they would sell Bally's given it's connected to Caesars. But yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of talk about like, what is, what are they going to get rid of? And, and there's just an assumption, I think, that they don't have an appetite to have that much of a, a presence in the AC market, which isn't surprising. But I don't know how much of that is just speculation on things that are pretty obvious to say and that versus actual inside information so i, I, I think saw that's, that that's fair yep. uh one interesting thing about these low numbers and the casinos that are in, in that low numbers is that ocean doesn't seem to be in any danger of of falling down to the bottom right now with you know six million dollars mm-hmm. ahead of, of resorts and five million dollars ahead of alleys and four million dollars ahead of gold nuggets so that's a good sign for them i mean it's not for as big as that casino is you would hope that they'd be more in the you know, Hard Rock Eras range or above, but, mm-hmm. you know, they're closer to Caesars and Trop than they are to resorts at the bottom right now. So that's good. Yeah. I say that now they'll come in dead last next month then. I doubt it. <laughs> it would be very surprising. I think, uh, I think Bally's or resorts probably have dead last locked up. Yeah. Or maybe Golden Nugget. Yeah, Golden Nugget could have a bad month and get down there. I mean, these are things that we are interested in that i don't you know welcome to do for a win yeah i feel like we say that every month but like the actual rankings you know the casinos are probably not like oh we came in last our bonuses maybe they are i don't know <laughs> we send a ribbon to the first first place every year every month we're yes. like forgotta you get another ribbon from do for a win yeah that's right first place revenue also we send ribbons to all of our hero level patreons which again if you're interested you can Upload uh, a two rubes. rubes, go to Atlantic City or whatever it's called. <laughs> hey, you make sure you get that title right. It is called <laughs> the Rubes Easter at Atlantic City. Yeah. 
two rooms go to Atlantic City is all of our trips to Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, it really is. <laughs> we should just change the name of the entire show. Except it two should rooms. be. Two rubes don't go to Atlantic City. Fair. Very fair. Yeah. All right. Anyway, if you want to complain about us, you can do so at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. You can find all of our wonderful content at do for win.com. Find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify. Reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin. Send Craig some questions to do for a win at gmail.com. You still checking that email, Craig? Oh, boy. I email... Twitter messages, Facebook messages. I am on like a one month delay here. It's bad. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. That's not what our fans deserve. No, Eric had Twitter messaged me like before our last trip and I responded to him like yesterday. It's bad. You specifically have been hired for your social media prowess and you are not. I'm on strike because of the lack of pay. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Yeah. But I said I'd pay pay for half the bet when we lose to Eric. <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> hey, I need some more positivity than that. I get paid in positivity. Uh, That's the real problem, is that we have none of that to go around. You're doing a wonderful job, Craig, and I'm very grateful that you're here. Thank you. It's not going to actually make me answer any of these I was lied to. <laughs> ah. <laughs> All right. And if you're looking for a great black or red shirt for someone's christmas present that you care about more than i care about craig you can get them from us go to the website and order a shirt because we still have an awful lot if you want to be sure that everyone at the casino will look at you with eyes of envy you should buy a shirt indeed good good callback it was a tough one it was good after you specifically said that we should name the episode that indeed i have eyes of envy for Everyone in Atlantic City. It's true. Are you? Are we actually going to have an episode in two weeks? Because it was not two weeks this time. And <laughs> sure. boy, did I hear about it. At least I'm assuming I did. I didn't actually check any of the messages or emails. Uh, yeah, sure. Episode in two weeks. Yeah, I think, I think we're fine. No, no, one week from now. A quick back. No, that doesn't make any sense. There's nothing. I to mean, talk there's about. no news. Like literally, no news. So, what if we do a spontaneous trip to Atlantic City? Sure, we'll have an episode next week then. All right. Don't don't hold your breath though. If the in the off chance that we have a spontaneous trip to Atlantic City this weekend, we'll yes. have an episode next week. Let me tell you how likely that is when I have stuff on the calendar this weekend and also just get back from a week in Europe, like yesterday. Yes, <laughs> so, uh, I got back uh, Saturday night. Saturday, Saturday night. night. We're talking like six days of buffer here. We can make this happen. <laughs> I just got my mailer for motion saying I can get comp nights, Kyle. Actually, not until after Thanksgiving. S- Seven night a week comps at resorts, Greg. I I want to stay at resorts. Let's go stay at resorts. Ah, I'm in. I should really be staying at Golden Nugget. We've discussed this many times. I'll see, you, I'll see times. you at like I don't know one thirty two. Okay, I'll be. Um, <laughs> let me run to the bus right now. Sure, that's great. I just be I have to be back in time to drop the kids off at school. All right. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. So let you know how everything went. <laughs> to Atlantic City. <laughs> Two rubes go to his links. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thanks for listening. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>
anyways. Have we ended this show yet? <laughs>